Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are, to develop a deeper, more complete side of yourself via conscious talks, self-love, meditation, and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet. shamanichealings.earth for more information. Hello everybody, I'm your host, the Gentle Yoga Warrior, and today is going to be life-changing. We have a fantastic guest on the show today who is going to help you, I am sure. So please welcome today optimal physical and mental health strategist, Gunther Muller. I particularly wanted to speak to Gunther today as from studying from his website, I got the impression from his words that we don't need to fix ourselves. We are great as we are right now and we can magnetically and abundantly attract the things you want in life. How might you ask? All will be revealed. So just before we get into the, the conversation with Gunther, I'd just like to tell you a bit more about Gunther. So Gunther has spent the best part of the last decade working closely with over 300 medical professionals in a variety of specialities, assisting them in bringing life-changing therapies to their patients that help them feel younger, healthy and vibrant again. Gunther delivers the education, insights, and sometimes complex information in simple, easy-to-understand conversations that inspire people to act and take charge of their life now. Today, Gunther is extremely excited to be sharing the revolutionary magnetic mind method that has taken the personal development movement by storm, so that clients can learn how to turn thoughts into things and become conscious creators instead of just responding and reacting to whatever life has to throw at them. So without further ado, joining us from Anthem, Arizona, USA, please welcome Gunther Muller. Hi, Gunther. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, Jane. Thank you so much for having me on the Gentle Warrior here and uh, looking forward to having a super conscious conversation with you today. Oh, I'm looking forward to it as well. And it's so, I'm so gifted to have you on the show today and taking the time out. I think we're going to learn abundance, abundance in many ways from you today. So today we're going to talk about creating mental and emotional resilience in an era of uncertainty. So I was reflecting on this before you came on the show, Gunther, and I thought, I feel the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that change is something that doesn't happen, and that is something we can rigidly control. Just look at cycles of nature, seasons, etc., and how they flow in life. By installing a sense of yield with purpose, one can learn to adapt and thrive. Yet, with so much uncertainty as life has, how can we develop our mental and emotional intelligence to thrive and be who we were born to be. Anyway, dear listeners, fear not, we have Gunther Muller to help us today. So Gunther, what does creating mental and emotional resilience in the era of uncertainty mean to you? And what inspired you to talk about it today? 
Yeah, so this is a big topic, especially after the last couple of years of just massive uncertainty in the mass consciousness in the globe, you know, as a whole. And you can, you know, we can choose a, let's say, a desired reality of optimal health and vitality, right? This is the work that I've been doing with so many physicians, particularly in the area of hormone replacement, nutritional optimization, stuff like that. But uh, if you ever read Joe Dispenza's work on You Are the Placebo, the real medicine happens right here between our ears. The true medicine, the vibration you know, of our thought energy is what informs our cellular structure in our body. The trillion cells that you have, right? They're being informed by the thoughts and the emotions that we carry with us most of the time. I'm not going to suggest to you that you can never have a negative thought. That's just impossible, okay? The the world happens, the mass consciousness happens. Right now when we're recording this show is just really the beginnings of what's happening in Ukraine. And, you know, there's events around the world that create more and more uncertainty. And what I'm here to suggest to your listeners today that this emotional or mental resiliency, um, you are in control of it you can create the state of being emotionally and intellectually and mentally resilient. And I'm going to suggest to you just by choosing it. Okay. And that's going to sound really simple, but in the present moment, we need to reclaim the power of choosing that which we would love to create the experience that we would love to have. And when you live a life that you absolutely enjoy, no matter what is going on around you, and this may sound a little bit selfish, that may may sound a little bit arrogant, but stick with me, because when you help yourself live a life that you love, you can then help others. It's like the airplane analogy that if you were in a bad airplane situation, they would say, put your oxygen mask on first and then put the oxygen mask on of your child or somebody that you're trying to help out, right? So taking care of yourself and creating a life that you love is not a selfish act because when you exist in abundance, and I'm going to define abundance is just having more than enough, okay? Having more than you need. It's not a particular number, let's say, of money. It's not a particular amount of anything. I want you to think about air for a second. And have you ever contemplated if there would be enough air for you to breathe today? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So imagine if other things could be like air. Imagine that possibility for a second that if money could be like air, if love could be like air, if abundant, vibrant health could be like air. What if, the, what if you could create a situation in your life where there's just always more than enough? I would love the listeners to just draw that into their present moment, just as a possibility for a moment. And imagine for a second what that would feel like to really just experience having more than enough in every area of life. And imagine for a second what that would just feel like. What what emotions would you have? What feelings would you have? What beliefs would you have about yourself, about the world, about other people in the world? What would just become a natural belief system that you would adopt if you were experiencing the reality of just having more than enough? 
And, you know, there may be descriptive words of just joy, passion. Place at the right time. There's all kinds of emotions that would come up. And this is where I want to call it. This is where the magic starts. The magic starts in the imagination. Anything that has ever been created in this world has been created twice. Once in the mind of the creator, once in the mind, and secondly, in the three-dimensional world that we experience right now. I share that with you and your listeners just so that you understand how the quantum physics of creation works. This is not my opinion. This is based on 40 years of science now where experiments have been done in all different levels of the power of thought. And you opened up the show with this idea or the ability to change. And sometimes things seem immutable. Sometimes our life situation or our current reality seems like it's stuck and nothing changes. We just feel stuck. Some people may feel like they're in an oscillating flow, which is three steps forward, two steps back, one step forward, half step back. I'm going for what I want, but then something happens and boom, I get snapped right back to the beginning and I got to start all over again. And the place we would love to be as often as possible is what we call flow, or we call it being in the zone, right? And our professional athletes speak to that a lot. It's when we kind of just turn thoughts into things and the things we love to experience, the things that we want, they just kind of show up in our life. And I'm talking about people, opportunities, circumstances, situations. Sometimes we refer to those things as being coincidental or being uh, serendipity, right? I'm going to suggest to you that that is creation. That is manifestation. That is you focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want. Hello, dear listeners, and I'm asking for your help now. Please help us to continue making great content for listeners everywhere. So we've been doing the show now for three years, and we need help to build it so that we can help even more people. A little bit of inspiration goes a long way, and you just you just don't know how a episode may inspire someone to make some positive changes for their life. Why do I need your help? Well, you can now sponsor the show for as little as three dollars a month, and you can cancel it at any time. If you just go to the show notes, you will see a link there on how to sponsor the show, or go to shamanichealings.earth and look at the page that says sponsor the show, and you can find more details there. And is that through choice? Is that where the choice element comes in? By that being is where the choice comes in, right? Yeah. Most of us have been trained in our life to be in what I'm going to call the problem-solving reality. We have an issue, we have a challenge, something's shown up in our life, and we have to we immediately go into trying to figure out how to keep something away. Like uh, you know, when I when I talk to my clients initially, I ask them, "So, what do you want?" What would you love to have? What would you love to experience? What do you want in your life? You tell me you want this life that you would just love to live. And when I ask him for what would be the ingredients in that life, what are the things that you actually want? The number one answer I get is, I don't know. Well, I don't really know. I have to think about that. If I ask most people the question of what don't you want, what do you know that you don't want? They give me a list. 
I don't want to be bankrupt. I don't want to be homeless. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be, you know, in the XYZ situation, right? There's a, they know exactly what they don't want. And they've been focused on keeping what they don't want away. Therefore, they give energy to that which they do not want. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, that completely so what, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, what you focus on, what you give energy to, what you keep concentrating on, whether you're solving a problem or your goal setting or whatever you're creating, you're cre- you're putting energy and creating really that which you don't want. That's where your power is going. It's not very productive, is it? <laughs> and we all do it. Do I do it? It is. It is productive, but it's producing that which you don't want, or it's maintaining a pattern. It's continuing to produce, let's call it the person that is stuck in their current reality and nothing is changing. Well, everybody listening right now, I I want you to really reflect for a minute on what are you focused on most of the time? Where is your attention? Where is your focus? And I'm going to assume for a second that what comes up is that, well, a lot of times I'm focused on a problem that I'm trying to solve, and I don't really know the way I want it to be. And I'm going to call this your true choice or your true end result or your true desire. And this is step one in the magnetic mind method is we have to know what we want. And you know that you're in a true choice or a true end result, because if I asked you, Jane, if you told me what it is you want, and I would ask you, well, why do you want that? The answer that I'm looking for is I want it just because I want it. I want it just because I want to, I would love to experience that. And uh-huh. what I, what I don't want to hear is a story about why you want it or a rationalization about why you want something. I, what we're solving for is the purity of desire, of desiring something or wanting something or wanting to experience something in your life for no other reason than you would just love to experience it. Can you feel that? Everybody listening, oh, I, think you can feel that. I, can feel, I think that's beautiful. I have experience in it rather than like, because quite a lot of self-help things that you have to write down why you want it. And you do end up producing like an essay of like this scenario of, of like the future. Whereas I, I like your um, description better. It's just the, for wanting it, for having the experience and what, what a beautiful way to live life, to be in that kind of experience. Yeah. So think about it. You're in the present moment right now. And the current reality is just the way it is now, whether it's filled with problems and challenges and it's not the way you want it and you would love to experience something different. The other thing I want to bring to your listeners right now is the perspective that the future is not always better than the present. You see, a lot of times we position the future as, oh, when I find the guy or the girl of my dreams life will be good. I'll I'll finally get to be happy, right? (laughs) When something happens, then I will get to experience this happiness or this abundance or this freedom or whatever it is that your soul is kind of desiring. We usually put it in the future and we place it in a place where the future is going to be better than the present moment. And what I'm going to suggest that people need to begin to understand is that the current reality is just that. It's just the current reality. And if we can desire something different 
that's very different than desiring something better than the way it is now. Because as soon as we define the future as better than the way it is now, we get anchored into the negative energy and it keeps us kind of stuck in the current reality. So I want to present to you, you know, kind of a place to be, which is a two-sided coin. One side of the coin is I'm completely content with the way it is now. And if nothing ever changed, I would totally survive. I could make it through. I know how to handle it. It's fine. But yet being content with the way it is now and desiring something different simultaneously at the same time is where that creative energy lies. So being being completely content with the way things are now, not saying you even have to like them. I'm just saying be content with what you have created to this point. And in that, because you are already are, see, the truth is you already are a super conscious creator. You've just been creating unconsciously. You've been creating through reaction. You've been creating through the process of elimination. You've been creating through the process of consensus. What I mean by that is in the age of social media, before sometimes we make a decision, we check with all our friends and make sure they approve of what it is we say we want. And this is why what I shared with you earlier, I want what I want just because I want it, not because my social circle approves of it, not because I acquired permission to have it, not because it's okay with my family or it's okay with my kids or it's okay with my spouse or all the different scenarios that we go through before we actually choose. I'm asking you to think about what it is you want, purely what you want and for no other reason then you desire a particular experience. You desire to experience life in a particular way. And I'm going to suggest to you that you need to know that first in order to create it. Remember, everything is created in the imagination first, gets created in your mind first. You have to have a picture of it. You have to know what it smells like, what it tastes like, what it's going to feel like. All the you can imagine it as though it already exists. Wow. So that's basically the first steps of manifestation is to mm-hmm. know what you want and know, what you want. know yes. what you want. Wow. Gotta know it. And not 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 what you don't want. I want you to know what you do want, the way you would love it to be. Okay. <sighs> And how would you start to do that? How would our listeners start to do that? Would they journal or would they just, would you just suggest they sat down for an afternoon to do that? Or Yeah, it's, it's, there's another phrase that I have, like, look, nothing in your life will change until you change something in your daily routine. Why? Yes. I don't care if it's a small little thing in order for the reality to change in order for your life experience to change you need to change something, one thing that happens in your daily routine. Because when you change that, now it may be a morning ritual. It may be a time of meditation. I'm not going to tell you what meditation or how to meditate or anything like that. Call it some quiet time. If you can just take maybe five to 15 minutes a day and reflect on the way you would love things to be. And command your focus to focus on that for a time. Now, what's naturally going to happen in our minds is our minds are going to want to go 50 different directions and 20 different directions. And it's completely natural. 
And it's not because you're broken or it's not because you're not spiritual enough or it's not because you don't have the right training or the capability to do this. I'm here to tell you that anyone, wherever you are right now, in whatever condition you find yourself, can take a few moments to focus on the way they would love things to be and to see it and to experience it in their mind as though it's already there. And when you do that in your conscious imagination and you bring the emotion into it, which is step number two, step number two is to experience the emotion of the end result. What would it feel like to have what I want to already have it? What, what is that going to feel like? Because Einstein said there's only two things in the universe, and that is information and energy. The information is the intention. The information is the desire, the thought of what it is I would love to create. And the emotion is the energy that says, this is what it's going to feel like when I have it. And if I can imagine for a second that I already have it now, I can feel that feeling now. And as that feeling permeates through your body, through your cellular structure, imagine your cardiovascular system moving that energy or that emotion or that feeling around your body and the longer you can sit in that like to experience that that signal goes out into the quantum physical field and it begins to draw that reality to your present moment so we don't need to know how this life that i love is going to be created we just need to know what it looks like we need to know what contents is, what are the ingredients in a life that you love? If I was going to bake a chocolate cake today, I would need some milk. I would need some flour. I would need some eggs, some sugar, some chocolate, right? I need ingredients to make a great, great chocolate cake. If I'm missing sugar, let's say, it's not going to taste that good. And it's going to be a crappy chocolate cake. <laughs> so if you go about creating your life, missing a particular ingredient, not imagining it in full technicolor detail, the granular details of how you want your life to be, well, then that's like baking a cake without the sugar. You're going to get there, you're going to create something, but it's not what you really wanted because I didn't imagine all the subtle nuances, the people, the places, the clothes that I'm wearing, the car that I'm driving, the house that I'm living in, the, the people that, you know, the energy that I move through in my life. How do I want that to be? What do I want that to look like? And then you allow the universe to arrange the people, the places, the circumstances, all the little details that is where the magic and manifestation is, or the magnetism and manifestation is, is just allowing the details to show up. Oh, I love that. You paint a very vivid picture and technicolor and, um, and like using all the senses to kind of really feel what, what, that, what that future or what you want to create feels like. I, I love that. I love that description. So the magnetic mind method, why have you not heard about it before? Like I haven't, I haven't heard about it before, which is why um, I'm really excited to talk about it. And how, how does it, uh, you explained a bit about manifestation, but if you can go into a bit more detail about that, that would be really appreciated. Yeah, so you haven't heard about it because it's relatively new. And, you know, the personal development movement's been around for at least 50 years. And what we say sometimes, we feel like the personal development movement is kind of broken. 
because it keeps bringing you back to fix something about yourself so that you can have what you want. And if you think about the personal development movement, it's another book, another course, another program, another retreat, another something that you have to go to fix yourself or you're going to sit on the psychiatrist's couch for 10 years, you know, having them bring up all the stuff that is wrong in your life and what mommy and daddy did to you. And I'm not discounting traumatic events. A lot of people have had very unwelcomed experiences in their life that have been traumatic. They've been painful. They've been all that. But I, anybody that's in that position right now, this may sound a little callous. I don't intend it to sound callous, but you are in this moment right now. That is the past. And although the past has informed the unconscious code that you have adopted into your life, this is where the creation happens. The identity structure that we have created through our life needs to shift because the identity creates the reality. And if the identity stays in the same spot, what do I mean by identity? Ideas that are deeply embedded that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I don't deserve whatever it is I desire. I'm not capable. I don't belong. How many people feel like that they don't even belong to their own family sometimes? I mean, a lot of people say, I just don't belong. I can't find a group that I belong to. That is an unconscious code that is running And the reality just keeps proving that up. This is how a stuck feeling remains. This is how an oscillating feeling remains. You try to do something different, but because the identity is stuck here, it snaps you right back to where you are. So unless the identity moves in the direction of the way you would love it to be, all right, what's going to happen? Things are going to come right back to where they are. This is like a universal law. It is just the way things are. It's, it's not like a rubber band. Sorry, it's, it's like, like a rubber band, band. Yeah, just yeah. Exactly. So um, it's not because you're broken. It's not because there's anything that needs to be fixed. It's actually more of a thing of some things just need to be let go. Choices and decisions that we've made in our lifetime to reduce pain and increase pleasure. Those may have served us at some point in the past, but in the current moment, that belief structure, that identity structure no longer is serving us to where we would love to be. So that's where the shift needs to be happened. The old program, think of it like a Windows 10 update. Okay, like every once in a while, your computer says, oh, we have an update for you. You download the update. And now the machine is supposed to run better. You do a restart and everything is supposed to be fine with the world, right? Instead of the blue screen of uh, lockup and death, right? So we, uh, we kind of function the same way. So we went through step one, step two. Step three is to experience the emotion of the current reality. And that is just getting into an observer type stance. Imagine an airplane flying at 30, 40,000 feet, just seeing the way it is now. Imagine seeing your life that way, every aspect of your life. And I, I think there's only three or four aspects in life, money, love, health. And I think a fourth one is purpose and meaning. The desire to have purpose and meaning in your life is another one of these buckets, all right? 
there might be a miscellaneous bucket there too, or something <laughs> else fits in. But I think most people, when, when I ask them what they want, it'll come in the category of money, love and relationships, health, and this search for purpose and meaning in this life. So when you observe just your life, the way it is now, you just see it for the way it is now. It, that's where you can create that contentment, knowing that and taking some responsibility that if, you know, they always say hindsight is 2020. When you look backwards, you can see the dots and you can see the decisions that you made, the choices that you made that brought you into the present moment. And if we look at our life every day, from the moment we make it, wake up to the moment we go to sleep, it is a series of choices. From the time, what time am I going to wake up? Am I going to have breakfast or not have breakfast? Am I have coffee or am I going to have tea? What am I going to wear today? Am I going to brush my teeth or not brush my teeth, right? There's a whole series of choices that are being made, some of them unconsciously, some of them consciously. And that creates the consequences and the day as it unfolds. So that's why I go back to saying, unless you change something in your daily routine, and in this case, I'm going to suggest reflecting on what you do want instead of all of your energy going on fixing what you don't want. You see, if you just add one thing to your day, which is different than what you've been doing, which is purposely, consciously focusing on what you want, building that mental picture. Ah, so it's kind of building up that mental muscle of, of picturing that. And um, it's like with anything, it's, it just takes a bit of practice, doesn't it? Because like you said, a lot of people don't actually know what they want. But if, if, if one doesn't start and try to discover that, then one will never know what one really wants. So it's it's worth making that effort, I would say. And and you, you give me, when I listen to you, it makes me feel full of hope and um I don't know that it's possible for everyone to change and have, have the life they want and endless possibilities. <laughs> yeah. And I, I forgot to mention earlier, the thing on change is really the science of neuroplasticity. You know, we believed for a long time that after we're like 20 years old, that we're kind of set in our ways and things don't change. And then once you get past 30, you're really set in your ways. The truth is that you can change in a moment. And we've proved this through the science of neuroplasticity and epigenetics, all right, where they can actually have a camera in the brain now. And when you're exposed to different things in your environments, the brain is actually creating new pathways and old pathways are being shut down. We can literally see the brain change the neural pathways in the mind. And that is actually how the change manifests itself in the three-dimensional world, because as your thoughts and as your emotions move through different pathways in the brain, different results are being created. Yeah, I, it's something similar that we believe in, in the yoga tradition is that it takes 40 days to break a habit. So if there's anything you're particularly stuck on, we do have certain meditations that we do for 40 days and it, it, it and it can help change um, our reality, etc. So I really do believe in the science behind that because it is a science people sometimes think it's um hocus pocus but it there is actually it is actually a science behind it all and it's, it's worth pursuing for sure um yeah. so how long does it 
lot of people ask this, how long does it take to get results? I would say how long is a piece of string? But anyway, what's your take on that, Gump? <laughs> you know, the concept with regard to time or how long does it take that I like to instill in listeners and people that I work with is I would like for you to contemplate and adopt the idea of as soon as possible. Hmm. Okay. Even our goal setting programs, you know, we put specific dates on things. And what happens when the date passes and you don't have the goal yet, you feel disappointed, you feel incapable, you feel not good enough. You're setting up a negative spiral for yourself. When you don't accomplish your goal, you many times people revert to feeling like a loser or feeling like they cannot accomplish what they want to accomplish. As soon as you set the time dynamic to as soon as possible, you can continue your commitment to move in the direction of that which you desire, okay? So a lot of, let's say, positive affirmation work or the work that was presented in The Secret and things like that, they left out a critical piece, which is actually step five in the magnetic mind method, which is taking obvious action. You see, you have to take action in the direction. And what a lot of people got from the law of attraction and from The Secret was, Oh, let's say I could sit in my I sit on my couch in my living room and I can manifest a Ferrari in my garage. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You have to get into the momentum. You have to get into action. If you want a Ferrari and you want it just because you want it, then go about the obvious action steps it takes to manifest a Ferrari in your garage, right? You can't just sit there and do nothing. And that that's the thing everybody needs to understand. You have to be in active movement or momentum towards that life that you love, towards that relationship that you would just love to have, towards that state of optimal health and vitality. You need to be taking obvious action to move in that direction in order to manifest that reality for yourself, right? 100%. You can't just sit on the, on the couch and watch Oprah all day and kind of expect things no. to kind of like come to you um, what do you say it's a balance between um knowing what you want taking action but also having a bit of um yield a bit of kind of allowing the flow or, or do you think that's i call it grace so in grace this method, uh-huh. yeah you need to have a little bit of graciousness with yourself we're all good at picking up a stick and beating ourselves up because we didn't do what we said we were going to do or the accomplishment didn't happen fast enough because um, we live in a microwave society today. We we want everything now. We want results instantaneously. And that's just not the way the world works. Now, have I seen things manifested rather instantaneously? Yes. Have people have that experience? Yes. It's in the realm of all possibility. But we live in a co-created universe in which your reality and my reality are merging right now in this instance of creating this podcast, okay? We have come together in all of the field of possibilities, the infinite field of possibilities. This was one possibility that you and I would meet and create a show. And here's where it's being created right now. The content is being created, the conversation, the holding of the space, it's all creation, Okay. So we're creating that right now for what? For the benefit of whoever listens to this creation, okay? And I'm going to suggest to the audience that they might need to listen to it more than once because sometimes these concepts take a little bit of time, like uh, water on dry soil. It takes a little while 
for the uh, for the fertilizer to make it in, for the water to make it in, and to really absorb some of this information. And, and even believing in infinite possibility might be a first step that needs to be achieved. To believing that you know X, Y, and Z, or that which I desire is possible. But there may be even an underlying thought that. It might be possible for other people, but I don't believe that it's possible for me. That's quite so, common, I think, sometimes. Common, right? Yeah, yeah. So whoever's listening, just notice what comes up. Even when you contemplate the belief of infinite possibilities in this universe, in this cosmos, right? And that I could really create anything that I set my mind to, that I could create anything that I desire, anything that I want. Where is my belief system? What resistance comes up for me when I even choose that thought of thinking about infinite possibility? What happens for a lot of people is their self-sabotaging identities come up, say, you know, you've tried that before and it didn't work. You're just going to waste your time thinking about this hocus pocus, you know, airy fairy type stuff. Um, you've, you've went that direction before and it didn't work out. So your egoic mind has one job, and the job is to protect you. It's to protect you from another painful experience. And so through our life, all the choices and all the decisions we made have been for that reason, is to minimize pain and to increase pleasure. So the human condition is actually very simple. We try to run from pain, and we try to run towards pleasure. These days, though, what's happening is that pleasure may be such a far stretch that we'll settle for mediocrity. It's not really what I want, but it's okay. I'll, I'll deal with it. It's, and, and then you always have a story to tell. You always have a reason that it's not really what I want, but it's okay. And who am I to ask for more or to imagine even more? Or I don't deserve that. Look at all the suffering people in the world. And you can tell yourself all kinds of stories. That's why step one have to know what you want. You have to know what you would love to experience. You, step two, you got to know what it would feel like. All right. Step three, you need to just observe the current reality for the way it is now and just notice what the current reality feels like now. You do that because you create a gap between the way it is now and the way you'd love it to be, the way it is now and the way you'd love it to be. And the mind always wants to resolve tension. And when you create a tension between the way it is now and the way that I'd love it to be, the mind sets about resolving that tension and magnetically moving you towards that desire. Now, oh. your identity needs to shift with it also. And we do that in step four. In our method, we do something called superconscious mental recode, where in a one-on-one -on -one session or even in a group session, someone like myself, a coach that's been trained in this, I, I speak and work with your superconscious. This is where the word superconscious comes in. Some people call it spirit. Some people call it higher self. Uh, you don't need to be religious to do this. You don't need to be a meditator to do this. You don't need to have any kind of training. And I'm here to tell everybody, you can't screw this up. Okay. Your superconscious aspect of you, we have three levels, our conscious, our unconscious, and our superconscious side of our connection. So just imagine your superconscious is connected to all that is, to all information, all knowledge. It never sleeps. It doesn't need to be told what's happening. Superconscious already knows. It is the ultimate observer of your life stream, of your flow. 
And what we do in step four is we just go to superconscious and we say, do you see the desire? Do you see the way the main personality would love life to be like? And do you see the way it is now? And do you see the resistance that's in the way, the blockage, the, the, the thing that is holding the main personality back from just magnetically moving into the future, into the desired reality? Superconscious, can you do this Windows 10 download? Can you realign, recode that unconscious program? And can you do it just in the perfect way, in the perfect order? And we don't need to know what's out of alignment. We don't need to fix anything. We don't need to uncover anything. We don't need to heal anything. We don't need to forgive anything. There's nothing that we have to do. We just ask our superconscious to do a massive change history of the choices and decisions that we've made so that they can realign and be aligned now with the future desired reality. And when we align this unconscious program with the desire, guess what? The resistance melts away. The resistance goes away. You feel lighter. You feel like you've shifted and you can move easier, more effortlessly in the direction that you want to go. Fantastic. Yeah, I remember step five then is, okay, what's an obvious action? If this is the way I want it to be, and this is what I would love to have in my life, what's an obvious action step I can take now in the area of mental resilience or optimal health? You know, in, in optimal health, a lot of times, obvious actions are very simple. Maybe I need to, when you come out of a recode with me, a lot of times I'll say, okay, so what's obvious? What is your super conscious telling you your next obvious action step is? And anyone you know, can build this relationship with their superconscious, becoming aware of it, asking that aspect of who you are for the answer. Instead of asking the question on social media, ask the question of yourself and see what comes through. Get connected to that side of you. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it the sixth sense, but everybody has it. Everybody's connected. Everybody has this superconsciousness that is part of their natural being. They may not remember it. They may never have used it, but you do have it and you do have access to it. Okay. So it's just desiring that even desiring that access. Fantastic. Oh, I'm a listener. Just say I'm a listener and I want to work with you, Gunther, and I want to work on this magnetic mind method. What can I do today to enable me to do that? And how can they contact and reach out to you? Yeah, the best place to go, I've got some videos, which I think you've seen some of them, is at dreamlifemasters.com. So dreamlifemasters with an S.com. You can go there, you can uh, get a free morning ritual resource because, again, first thing that needs to change is some something needs to change in your daily routine. So I designed a tool that helps you think about what could change that might be in alignment with the life that you would love to live and just start moving in that direction with a little shift in your morning ritual. And then you can also sign up for a one-on-one session on there to actually experience a recode with me. It is uh, very discounted for um, you know, podcast listeners and people that come through the site through this medium, it's about $109. And I spend about an hour and a half with you and we go through all the five steps. And you can feel this uh, super conscious shift. So most people find it a very enjoyable experience. It's not hypnosis. It's not anything like that. 
And, uh, or you can join um, a webinar that I do from time to time that's about the deeper science of quantum physics and you know learn a little bit more. In the meantime, also you can read books by Joe Dispenza, by Bruce Lipton. Uh, those are very, very popular books that are about this mindset and just the power of mind. And so the magnetic mind method has been created on the shoulder of giants. You know, everybody from Tony Robbins to uh, all the great personal development people that have come before us. And what we've done is we've kind of packaged it in a way, simple five steps that are very practical and that produce amazing results. And if you learn those five steps and you learn how to apply them in your life, there's nothing else you need to know. So this is yeah, like, yeah. to me, the revolution in the per personal development space. You learn this one thing, you learn these five steps and you can apply them, rinse and repeat over and over and over again to truly create a life that you love. And the trick is recoding the resistance out of the way so that your desire can be drawn into your personal, your present moment experience as soon as possible. That, that's, that's, that would be absolutely fantastic for my listeners and, and for anyone else that who happens to be listening to this podcast that doesn't normally listen to it. I think quite often in the spiritual world, people can have mental blocks where they think because we're working in the spiritual world that we can't um, earn money and that money is a bad thing. So to kind of like erase that mental block will be of a of, of, of lot of value I'm sure to our listeners um I'm mindful I've, I've taken a bit more of your time than, than what oh, I just yeah. said but I'm I've, I've it's been an absolute pleasure Gunther to speak to you today is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with it's just that thought again look it that which you desire is possible and all you need to do is focus on what you want to bring it into your present moment. You need to focus on it long enough so that it can show up as soon as possible. And this is people, conditions, abundance, health, love, relationships, anything that you can desire. You can manifest anything that you want, but you have to know what it is you want and begin to focus on that more and more and more. Not what you don't want but focus on what you do want. Brilliant advice, brilliant advice. So listeners, listen, like Gunther suggested, do listen to this podcast again. It is rich with an abundance of um, quantum life-changing information. And it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today, Gunther. Do stay tuned, listeners. As always, there'll be a meditation in inspired by today's talk. But Gunther, thank you so much for your wonderful time. I can't wait to check out your, your courses and things on your website. And thank you so much. Thanks. All right. My pleasure, Jane. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Meditation time. Yay. So today's meditation is going to be a three minute guided meditation to help you understand what it is that you want out of life. Like with all forms of meditation, this is best done um, when you're sitting somewhere quiet, you won't be distracted. So if you're driving, etc., just pause this and you can reconvene from somewhere nice and peaceful and quiet. So you're going to sit up tall, as tall as you can for your body. Be that sitting cross-legged on the floor or sitting on a chair, whatever is accessible to you. And you're going to start to slowly calm the breath. So you're going to breathe in and out 
through the nostrils as you inhale, as you exhale, in and out. Just take one more deep, really super deep breath. Inhale, filling up the whole lungs and then exhale. Let it go and then just start to breathe normally. And you find yourself in a winter, wonderful, snow-filled scene. The snow is about... The snow is everywhere on the ground, not too deep but nice and crisp as you make footsteps in the snow, in your imagination. You can feel the sound of the snow crackling underneath your feet as you start to walk slowly along. And as you're walking along and you're breathing, there is a house, a beautiful house in front of you and you possess the key to that house for as you look down into your hand there is a key ring with your name on it and inside this house is what your heart most desires. Gingerly at first you make your way onto the steps for you can't believe your luck. This house is amazing amazing and what is individual to you. But then as you reach the door and you turn the key and you open the front door, there is the aroma of your favourite dish, your favourite food that you like to consume. And you walk into the house, into the house as you breathe slowly and calmly and there's a lovely, warm, roaring fire and lots of cushions or maybe a soft back chair. And you find yourself sitting in this house and you just close the eyes and you breathe in this warm and contented space. And you ask yourself, you ask yourself, what is it? What is it that my heart most desires? What is it that I desire so much within my heart? And you allow the first thing that comes up which feels in vibrational harmony with yourself and to others and in this lovely house that you're in there is a notebook so as you sit there in your imagination you pick up this notebook and you start to write a scene within your mind's eye of what that 
thing is. How you feel with that thing, how it looks to be with that thing, perhaps how it tastes or ill, how it feels depending on what it is that you wish to have. No need to rush, just be. So you just write a page in your imagination of what it feels, perhaps tastes, feels, touches, smells like to be with that thing. All for the joy of experiencing it. Perhaps you got the idea straight away. Perhaps you got a glimpse, but it is a start, something to build upon. So take some slow, calm, deep breaths in and out through the nostrils, back into the room. So, I invite you to come back into this beautiful house any time that you wish to, and the snow helps you to come into the magical imagination. And if you want to have longer this meditation, just press pause on this podcast. Or if you're ready to come out for today, just take some slow, calm, deep breaths in and out through the nostrils and calmly come back into the room. And if you want to, you can write down that thing Um, in a notebook and come back to that meditation daily until you feel like you've really kind of cemented it in your hearts and in your imagination so thank you dear one for taking part in the meditation today this is episode 82 I believe and we have many more there's about another 81 meditations on this podcast so there's plenty of meditations for you to do so thank you so much dear listeners for taking the time to listen and support our show today and if you want any more information on what we have to offer check out shamanichealings.earth for more information